It's WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. And a good Friday morning to you and welcome to the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show here on 1380 AM, 99.9 FM WNRI. As always, a pleasure to be here and a pleasure to be with you. And uh, I look forward to this hour because this hour, I'm going to need you. Yep, this hour, I'm going to need you. I'm going to need your engagement because this is going to be about a very important issue that's coming up in our state. And I need to know where you are on this issue and how you feel. And uh, I'm going to get into that in a little while. But as you know, it's Friday. And on the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show, we always start with our real estate question of the week. We speak with Bob Martin, who's the broker owner of the Crossroads Real Estate Group. You know, we ask people to send in these questions. They do. And then... Bob, on the fly with his wealth of knowledge and understanding of real estate, answers this question just like that. Goes to show how smart Mr. Martin truly is. And I believe he is on our live line. Mr. Martin, are you there? Yes, it's a heck of an intro there, John. Thank well, you. Well, what can I what can I tell you? You know, it's a, it's a it's an important part of the, the broadcast week here at WNRI with this uh, real estate question of the week. So we have one, and are you ready? Yes. Okay. Dear Bob, we have been looking to purchase a house, and we found one that we want to make an offer on, but it has a cesspool. Is it going to be a problem getting a mortgage? Uh, it could be, okay. Um, a few years ago, the... State of Rhode Island passed legislation that said if you're purchasing a home with um, a cesspool, that it should be converted to a either tied into sewers if they're available, or um, put in a, a leaching field or a septic system within one year of purchase. Uh, there are exceptions um, if there's sewer coming in the road within a year or two. Um, if you're selling to a family member, but. For the sake of argument, on an arm's length transaction, by law, uh, the people purchasing should expect to make arrangements to convert that cesspool to a septic system. Uh, practically speaking, uh, I don't think anyone's going to throw them out of the house on day tw- uh, in the 12th month, but they should be aware of it. Uh, when their law of past... Um, most lenders were not aware of it, so that they would go ahead and make a mortgage. Uh, regardless, if they, as long as the septic passed with a, with an inspection, they they not the septic, the cesspool, they they went ahead. Over the years, now they've become aware of the the law. So, depending who your lender is, that someone that does quite a bit of work in Rhode Island, they'll be aware of it. They in, now more and more are asking that. The system be installed before the purchase, or that the system be a septic system be designed, a price be given, and that um, money be escrowed. Now, the escrowing of money—that's where you get into different mortgage programs. A lot of the the FHA, Fannie Mae—they they just don't want to see the escrows. They don't want the thing done. Um, so. Yes, it could be um, an issue in getting a mortgage. It does make it more difficult. But even if they do get a mortgage, which I imagine, that, you know, they hunt around, they'll find one. But they, they should resolve this situation in advance. Um, occasionally, we'll get a seller who's willing to um, pay for the cost, but they don't have the money up front. Um, so everything is designed, and at the closing, um the monies that have to go towards a septic system are escrowed, but not all lenders want to do that escrow, as I mentioned. Um, so, um, yeah, they should be aware. Uh, but in any event, even if they have the money to do it, 
what they should ask is that system be designed and a price be given. Because a septic system, you know, could range from a very low end of 15000 to $35,000. And they, they shouldn't be um, surprised with that after the fact. It also, depending on who, if they're absorbing that cost, um, most of the time it does have an effect on the selling price of the house. It may not be dollar for dollar, but if it's with a home with a cesspool that has to have a septic put in, you know, those that cost has to be reflected somewhere because it's like paying additional dollars for the house um, and compared to a septic system that's already in. So, yeah, they need to do a little bit of uh, investigative stuff, speak to their lender. They're not going to be able to hide it from the lender because when the appraisal gets done, it's going to be noted that it's successful. So better it be addressed up front, uh, negotiated, and uh, negotiate that with the seller. And then also make sure that the lender, if it's not going to get done up front, that they're willing to escrow the money. Uh, they will be able to find someone that will do that, but it's not everyone that is going to be willing to do it. So buyer beware in this particular case. And, um, and if you're near the water or a lake, uh, be doubly aware because now you're getting involved with wetlands and whatnot within a hundred feet, and those systems then will probably mushroom into the thirty-five, forty thousand dollar range, um, which will be you know way in, way up if, if compared to if they're buying a property on an acre of land. But you know it has to depend on a lot of things like the water table and whatnot, what the cost of the system will be. So buy and beware and. Um, just uh, make sure that they they reflect that in their offer and that they know that um, the mortgage lender will give them that and that the money will be available. Bob, final question from me on this. And, and I guess the... I don't think about, you know, my my house is hooked up to sewer. I think most houses these days are hooked up to sewer. Are there a lot of cesspools left out there? Not, um, well, more than you think. Uh, rural areas, um, you know, as you know, I have an office in Chapachet. Um, you know, you've got Gloucester, Foster, um, there are areas of Situate where, you know, some of these don't have a sewer plant to begin with. If it's an older home and the cesspool has been functioning, you know, quite well, which a lot of them do, um, the people, um, are just used to it. They've been living there for years. They have no issue with it. And they say, why should I? You know, upgrade unless it's time to sell and I'm forced to do it. So, you know, it's, it's something we encounter, you know, not rarely. It's nothing that we, we certainly don't see that in Cumberland and Lincoln and Woonsocket and most of North Smithfield. Um, but it's not a rarity either. And it's just something that when we list the property, we address it right up front with the seller. And if we've got a buyer, um, we address it with that buyer up front and we try to negotiate in their behalf to work it out. So, no, it's not rare, John, but it's um, it's in the rural areas is where, where you're going to see that. Yeah, well, thank you, Bob, for that information. And uh, interesting conversation this week, Bob. And if someone has a question about that or anything else uh, real estate related, how do they get in touch with Bob Martin? The office is 766-7545. My cell is 401-474-3556. They call after hours, as I've mentioned before. Uh, all officers are call forwarded to my phone, so I would I basically pick up seven days a week and uh, all of my waking hours. Well, you're very accessible, that's for sure, and I'm sure all of your customers definitely appreciate that. Bob Martin, broker owner of the Crossroads Real Estate Group. Bob, thanks for this week's uh, real estate question of the week, and we will talk to you next Friday. Okay, John. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You too. That was our friend Bob Martin. And uh, we will be right back. And when we get back, I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you to get involved for the rest of this program. Because I have an important question for you that I want your answer to. Because there's something coming up in the General Assembly. And I think they're using bad information. As an excuse to pass what I think is a pretty lousy bill that's going to cost you money. We're going to talk about that when we come back from this break right here on the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show on 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, WNRI. America.
American-made products. That's what we feature at Walt's Clothing, 837 Cumberland Hill Road, Woonsocket. Open Tuesday through Saturday. American-made with serious. Boots from Carolina, Thorogood, Red Wing, and Rocky, all made in the USA. Also, American-made sweatshirts, American-made socks, full-grain leather belts, bootlaces and leather gods and boot gods. And we carry treads, rubber overboots, American-made. So come on in to the place where the work person finds everything they need. Walt's Clothing, 837 Cumberland Hill Road. Find us on Facebook, or if you have a question, 765-7582. So what's in your appetite? At Grumpy's in South Bellingham, their menu is so expensive, we can satisfy any taste. You may want to try a Grumpy Signature Burger. There are 12 to choose from. And if you like seafood, try our broiled seafood sampler of haddock, scallop, shrimp, lobster, and a stuffed quahog to go along. And you might want to check out a Taste of Italy, too, from eggplant, parmesan, spaghetti and meatballs, and many other Italian choices. And you may want to try a Grumpy Sirloin Steak, filet mignon, or a Bourbon Street Steak Tip Dinner, all char-broiled to your taste perfection. And we have a nightly menu special and also weekend specials. Kitchen open Friday and Saturday till midnight. Restaurant open seven days a week. It's time to make it a Grumpy's experience today. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we are back with the panel, and the panel is me, your host on Friday mornings on the Upfront Radio Show, John Brian. So glad to be here, so glad that you uh, tune in, and I'm so grateful every time I hear people, you know, get in touch with me and say they love the show, and, and, uh, and, and so I'm always... Very honored that you listen on Friday mornings because uh, I try to do my best to bring you information that I think is important to you. So, I'm going to tell you right now that my lines are open. And the number is 766-1380-769-0600-1800-949-9674. And of course, upfront at WNRI.com. So something happened in the General Assembly yesterday, something that I had hoped would never happen, something that I think is going to affect you directly, and I need to know how you feel about it. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the House Judiciary Committee yesterday passed a bill out of committee, which means it's going to hit the floor next week, and it's going to pass, in my opinion, on, in the House, and they call it. The EACA, and that stands for the Equality in Abortion Coverage Act. Equality in Abortion Coverage Act. That sounds nice, doesn't it? What it really should be called, because I hate these Orwellian names of legislation. What it really should be called is the Taxpayer-Funded Abortion Act, because that's what it is. It is Taxpayer-Funded Abortion so what does this mean? What does this bill do? This bill will require you, a taxpayer, to now fund all of the people that are on state-sponsored Medicare, all the people that get health care for free from the state because of you know their financial level or whatever the situation may be. Well, they're now going to be able to get free abortions because the state's going to pay for them with your money. And there was a prohibition on the state health plan that said abortions aren't covered. Abortions are, 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 are elective. Abortions won't be covered in the state health plan. And now they will be. Yesterday, that bill passes out of committee. It's going to hit the floor next week. We're going to have a spirited debate on that. My guess is, is that the General Assembly, as it is now constituted, will pass that out of committee. And it'll be up to the Senate to see, uh, is the Senate going to pass it? My guess is they will. The governor can't wait to sign this. And that's the first question. The first question is, why are they say so hot to spend your money on abortions? I really was hoping that the, that the abortion issue was finally over. In 2019, they decided to codify it into state law. 
and basically make abortion legal right up to the point of birth, which in my opinion is sick and disgusting. Look, I'm not one of these crusaders. I'm not one of these people that says, oh, you know, you, you can't have, we got to outlaw abortion. No. I believe in a woman's right to choose. I think I'm a pro-life legislator. I'm a pro-life man. I always have been. However, I believe in the first trimester, the first 12 weeks of pregnancy, a woman has a right to choose what she wants to do. And I'm not going to stand in the way of that. That's between a woman, God, herself, her conscience, her moral core, whatever. It's not a cookie cutter thing. Not every situation is the same. And I recognize that. But after that, all bets are off. And what they passed in 2019 was a disaster in my opinion. However, that's not what this is about anymore. That's done. That issue has been concluded. If you're pro-life, you lost that one. You got to accept it. This is about how do you pay for abortions? And what they're going to do is they're going to say there was a poll done, a poll, a poll that was done by Planned Parenthood, the biggest purveyor of death in the United States of America. And Planned Parenthood trotted out a poll that said 70% of Rhode Islanders believe that women should have equal access to abortion care. 70%. And that's probably how they asked the question. I'm going to get that I'm going to get that poll and I'm going to find out exactly how that was done. But I have a proposition and my proposition is let's do a new poll. A yes or no answer. And it's going to go like this. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's going to go like this. Ring ring. Hello. Hi, Mrs. Smith. We have a question for you. Do you want to spend your taxpayer dollars on other people's abortions? Yes or no? That's it. That's the poll. I don't think it's going to be 70%. I don't think that's going to come out. Seven out of 10 people is like, oh, well, yes, of course. I think that's a great idea. I think you ought to spend my money on other people's abortions. While you're at it, why don't you take some more too? I don't think that's going to shake out that way. So right from the get-go, the Equality and Abortion Act, because they're saying, oh, it's unfair. It's unfair that people have to pay for their own abortions, so we should pay for them too. So I want to know, how do you feel this morning? you got to tell me. Because this is going to get voted on. Are you a yes or a no? Do you want your taxpayers going to pay for other people's abortions? Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Good morning, my dear. I'm a definite no, and as many no's as you can fill in for me, that'd be fine. Well, I appreciate that. So now we've got one to nothing, and uh, so the 70% number's not holding up. My guess is they did a poll... And they put in a whole bunch of different questions, and finally they said something like, because, you know, th- how, they, how they phrase this thing, see, that's, that's, that's where they get you, right? That's, it's, it's all no, just, they don't get me at all. <laughs> well, right, but this is how they get you, like, if, if you're just answering your phone and asking a question, they yeah. call it the Equality in Abortion Coverage Act. So if they say, do you feel that all Rhode Islanders should have equal and fair access to abortion? And you're thinking to yourself... Well, yeah, right? It's legal. No, right? I'd say no. Well, no, I, I understand, but a lot of people would be like, yeah, I guess so. Like, I guess everybody should have access, right? It's legal. But they're not saying, should your taxpayers, should your taxpayer dollars go to pay for this? And if they did, yeah. it's going to be a much different result. This is, the, the name of the bill is misleading. I think the poll that they did was misleading. It's disgusting. They want it to be misleading. And I had this conversation with your father when this language twisting was first coming out. And uh, I had joked with him about, and it was on the radio, uh, about this, this dictionary that they should put out so we understand what they're actually saying. And, I, you know, I'm going to say that it's all this women's reproductive rights, you know, and... 
paying for abortions. Uh, the women in my generation are done having babies. So who's going to be getting all of these abortions? I'd say it's people from who knows where, legal or illegal, coming here because they love a free ride of any sort. And you know what? The cure to all of this abortion problem is, hey, ladies, anyone that doesn't think they want to have a baby, don't get pregnant, stupid. Well, the reality is, is, is they say, and this is the best, they're saying it's not fair that state employees don't get their abortions paid for. Because, you know, right. what we're doing is what we're doing is we're 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 not uh, we're not giving reproductive health care to those that need it. You look at some of these state like, yes, there are some state employees that don't make a lot of money. The, the, the highest paid state employee, Archie Miller of the URI Rams, the coach of the basketball team, makes over three million dollars a year. And he's a state employee. There are heads yeah. of departments working for Governor McKee and for the general. There are people that work for the state that are making well over one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. But now we're being asked to pay for their abortions if, if they need one. It, it, the thing is, and I don't even engage anybody in that nonsensical conversation because like i said even in the old days you know like uh i don't think we can have afford to have another child so guess what people didn't and i think that if you're even i guess entertaining the idea of an abortion please don't get pregnant don't get in a situation that you're going to get pregnant you know, that's the end of it. it. And we won't have this crazy conversation because uh, I'm happy to say I don't have Senator Murray anymore because she's a flagrant maniac as far as encouraging abortions. So, so look, I mean, the reality is, is that we're died. basically saying if you are on state paid medical, uh, you know, <clears throat> the people who get everything from the state and everything is paid for. So they have. Uh, Health care, they have food, yeah. they have the whole thing. Now it's going to be, hey, now we can get abortions for free, too. So now, be, now abortions don't become safe, legal, and rare. Abortions now become a form of contraception. Well, if I get pregnant, the state will pay for it. Well, that's, I was just, you know, listening to you, I was going to say, so, hey, you know, like anything else free, let's take advantage of it so we'll have, you know, sex and get pregnant and who the hell gives a crap I'm who cares like you just get an abortion, abortion for free the state's paying for it it's I like picking up the old cheese and uh, free other things from the city you know well, like oh, while I'm here can we have a drive by abortion sort of a clinic well we've got a one uh, so it, it's just an instant We've got one to nothing, so that's our score right now, one to nothing. I don't believe for one second 70% of people would say, 7 out of 10 people would say, yes, use my taxpayer funds to pay for someone else's abortions. I don't believe it for a second, so thank you for the call this morning. My pleasure, thank you. Bye. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Good morning. First of all, I would say no, that's not a good idea at all. And I know you're trying to take a poll of your constituents, so I won't be long. But no, it's it's not a good idea to have um, state payment for abortions because there needs to be consequences for our actions, whether or not you like it. And the, and the reality is, is, why is this being put through as a bill anyway? Shouldn't it be a vote? Shouldn't the general public have input on this? Well, I think they should. I, you know what? I do too. But what they would tell you is that you're elected to make these decisions and henceforth that's what we're doing. This is so gratuitous. This is like so in your face. I mean, we got to the point where, you know, there was a time when the Democrats, uh, Bill Clinton, Joe Biden himself said, abortion should be just that, safe, legal, and rare. We have gotten to the point now where they won't even call it a baby unless its shoulders come out of the mom, right? And right. and 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 they can they want to abort them right before they're born, which is in my irreprehensible. But not that only that, now they want to tell you that's not good enough. Now you have to pay for it. Like again, the abortion debate has been lost, and I understand that in the state of Rhode Island. If, if you're a pro-life person, it's too bad. 
abortion is thanks to the General Assembly is is state law and it's codified into the the into the the general laws. Now, this is about how do you pay for it, and I don't believe that people want to pay for it. And I think it's reprehensible, caller, for someone. Do you think it's right that the people in the General Assembly should be voting on spending your money for other people's abortions? And they say, well, 70% of the people want it. You think that's right? No, not at all. Okay, I'm going to let you go so you can take other calls. Well, I appreciate the call as always, and thank you very much. So we got two to nothing thanks to you. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Uh, good morning. Good to hear Dr. Carroll on the air again. She sounded great. She's got her uh, she's got her oomph back. Uh, no, obviously, absolutely, positively not. And it's interesting that the Democrat. Let's see how many Democrats in the General Assembly. I'm glad this is coming up. If you're a Democrat and you don't believe in the national agenda. Here's a chance for you to say no to this bill. So they they were yelling and screaming about protecting women's sports. Oh, you're, it's bullying the transgender. You know what? David Cicilline, unfortunately, has lost his way. That rant yesterday was exactly what other Democrats in Congress did. They are twisting words. It's nothing new. My answer is no. Protect women in sports. And I don't want to pay for anything. And we are an illegal invasion sanctuary. Thank you, John. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. It's amazing how far we've come on this issue. Joe Biden, in 2006, made the following comments, and it's a, and it's and it's a it's a, it's a recorded interview that surfaced Thursday on CNN that said, "And this is Joe Biden, our president now, the titular head of the Democratic Party." He said. I do not view abortion as a choice and a right. I think it's always a tragedy. I think we should be limiting. It says, I think it should be rare and safe. And I think we should be focusing on how to limit the number of abortions. That's the president. And now they can't get enough. And now they want you to pay for it. Callers, we're going to do a super quick break. I'm going to come right back on this topic. I got two callers on the line. Stay put. Don't go anywhere. Two quick messages, and we will be right back with the rest of the Upfront Show here on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM WNRI. Jennifer Lemmy is a REMAX agent. Jen is dedicated to helping her clients find a home of their dreams. Whether you're buying or selling a home or just curious about the local market, give Jennifer Lemmy a call. She knows the local community both as an agent and a neighbor and can help guide you through the nuances of our northern Rhode Island market. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Jen's number is 401-996-6617. Jennifer Lemmy of REMAX. Town and Country in Cumberland. Kayer Kosher, your accounting, financial planning, tax preparation, and business consulting services of Woonsocket and Warwick. 600 Cass Avenue, Woonsocket, Jefferson Boulevard, and Warwick. Call us locally at 766-8100. Remember, outside of the tax season, we do planning for business, individuals, and families. We're Kayer Kosher. We're certified public accountants. Again, our local number, 766-8100. And remember, having Kayer Kosher to consult with on your personal financial situation is like having all the right answers. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we're back with the panel. That's me, John Brian, and you this morning with your calls, and I appreciate them very much and your involvement on the show at this very important issue. We're talking about taxpayer-funded abortion. And do you want your taxpayer dollars paying for other people's abortions? That should be the poll question, and that's my poll question. So I will say good morning to you. Good morning, and welcome to WNRI. Good morning, John. Good morning, Dr. Carroll. 
Uh, good morning. I think the type of of abortion today is being used rather as a type of birth control. You know, it, it's um, to the point where if a fetus can sustain itself outside of the womb, then if you abort that fetus, it's murder. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. Today, there are when a child, and that's boys and girls, get to a certain age, they should be educated. If they're sexually active, there's something a boy can use, and there's much that a girl can use. And I agree with you, but that is, now we're having, now we're having a contraception conversation, and we're having an abortion conversation. And, I, and like I said, this, and this is where the debate is going to go next week in the General Assembly. People are going to want to talk about abortion. And I want to stick to this. It's the funding of abortion and how do you pay for it? And so my question to you is, do you want your taxpayer dollars going to pay for other people's abortions? Absolutely not. Because we have, we have rights as well. And where our money goes, we should have a say in it. I agree. I can't see how any legislator will be able to look at themselves in the mirror and literally think to themselves, yes, I've done the right thing. My constituents are happy with me today. This is what people want. If they're saying that to themselves, they're living in an echo chamber. Well, it's selective as they go out and say all these people want it. They only ask the ones that they know that would be for it, not the general public. I, I, and again, I want to get that Planned Parenthood poll and I want to see what's the makeup. Is it like large? Is, you know, did they get you know, 70, 65, 70 percent Democrats and, and, and 10 percent Republicans and and, and then maybe 25 percent unaffiliated voters? That's what I like to know. If it's a heavy lean on the Democrats and then they ask these questions in such a way that are meant to be. You know, they're meant to obfuscate and they're meant to confuse and they're meant to like to twist the issue to make people answer a certain way. That wouldn't. That's why you get your seventy percent. But I like the plain talk poll, and the question is: Is this how you want your taxpayer money spent? And, and absolutely not. And I think you're going to get a ton of. It notes. goes against my my personal beliefs. And why should I support something I don't believe in? I. That is exactly my point, and so thank you for the call this morning. Have I appreciate a good day. It. Have a good day. Good morning, and welcome to WNRI. Hey, good morning, Janet. Really mixing it up, but I just—I would just hope that you, if you could, just put a bill in the general assembly to ask the voters to vote on it. I know it may not go anywhere, but the idea is that you know this is this this whole thing about they spend they spend money at the general assembly like drunken sailors. If you want an abortion, you should be able to pay for it. That's your choice, it's, and it's your money. So why, why should I why should I pay for something? You know, like the last caller said, I don't, I don't, number one, I don't believe in. The fact is, is that take responsibility for your life, and and that's it. I mean, you you're the one who caused the situation, and you pay for it. That's what they call mistakes of life that you uh, you got to pony up and uh, suffer the consequences. You know, that's not a bad idea, maybe putting an, an amendment onto a piece of legislation like this and, and calling for, a, you know, a statewide referendum vote. Now, um, that's not a bad idea. I don't think it'll go anywhere. I expect this particular piece of legislation, as, as abhorrent as it is, to pass, I'm thinking something like... 47 to 23 or 45 to, you know, maybe 28. But that's if you can get, actually, no, I shouldn't say 28. You can't get 28 people in the General Assembly to do the right thing. It's impossible. It really is. I mean, it, it, to get 20, to get more than 25 people to stand up and vote for the right thing, to do the right thing for the people, not for themselves, not for their party, not for polit not you know, not for political reasons, but just the right thing. Um, it's sad. That's where we are in the General Assembly. You've been there. You know that. You also know too, John. In this day and age, they're handing out uh, condoms, uh, you know, condoms in, in some school district, like they're passing out candy. So I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, the, the, the problem is, is that 
Big Brother at its worst. And the, and the fact is, is that if they don't have such a, mor a moral conscience, they talk about, oh, we need workers in this thing, or well, you need children to start with, so you have your workers in the future. Don't depend on all the illegals coming over here. And, uh, you know, take responsibility for your life. Well, that, that's the problem with today. You don't have to take responsibility for your life because everything is going to be handed to you. Everything is going to be paid for. And now even abortions are going to be paid for thanks to the General Assembly in its infinite wisdom. So you are a definite no, and I appreciate the call this morning. Well, John, one last thing. It says, you know, when in doubt, Lewinsky. That's all. <laughs> have a good Thank day. Thank you, my friend. Bye-bye. Good morning, and welcome to WNRI. John, good morning. It's your pink Dragon Ball sister. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. I'm sitting outside uh, work. I have to sit in the parking lot wait to be able to get onto the radio. Well, thank you um, for calling this morning. Obviously, you know, I work for one of the largest health care uh, facilities in the state. And I'm going to give you a different spin on your question. So while my, my initial short-sighted response would be no, I don't agree with them paying for abortion. My long-sighted response, because I work in the healthcare system, I see everything that goes on. I'm going to tell you, you're better off to pay for the abortion than to pay for the kid for the next 18 and a half months. Because they don't stop at one. They have multiple, multiple, multiple. And you're paying for it, whether you think you're paying for it or not. So you pay a, a X price up front, or you pay Y price for 18 and a half years. Because you're going to support that kid if it's born. And that's the sad part of it. So even though it goes against my conscience and what my answer would normally be, I, I see it every day. I see the type of funds. I see all of the things that in, in healthcare that these people get for free. And in the short end, you know, short sighted end of it, just pay for it up front because you're going to pay for it in the long run and it's going to cost you, you know, 10 times more than what it would cost you. It's funny you say that because I had that conversation yesterday with uh, a legislator who's a new legislator and he that's exactly what he said to me. He's like, I'd rather have the state pay, you know, for an abortion than have to, you know, and then have to support a kid support you know, for, the, for 18 years. And, you know, he had said that that's how he, and he had told people in leadership that's how he felt. And he was told by leadership, that's fine. But don't ever say that publicly. You can't say that publicly. Well, I'm saying it publicly because I, I see it every day. I live this every day. You know, a lot of these kids are born. They have incredible amounts of health issues, all types of, you know, specialty care and home care. And I'm telling you, it's just, it, it sounds awful. And, and, you know, you know me. You know, you know that I'm a conscientious person. You know my morals. And, and it goes against everything I believe. But I have to look at it realistically, and I see it every day. And that's my answer. My answer is let them pay for it because you're paying for it anyway. Okay, well, I'm going to put you down in the other column. So now I have four, no, five to one. So I will say we got a five to one. So that's that's definitely far off the 70% number that they're touting to say that that's the, that's the public support. But thank you very much for the call, and I'm glad you called in with that perspective. That's a good one. All right, John. Have, Have a, a great, great weekend. Bye-bye. God bless. Yep. Good morning, and welcome to WNRI. Good morning, John. My answer is no. I do not want to pay for anybody's abortion. And I think the legislatures, legislators need to look at the Rhode Island Constitution, which says nothing in the Constitution is meant to imply anyone's right to abortion. So based on that, I think every legislator who's going to vote for us to pay for it is violating the Rhode Island Constitution. You know, look it up. I don't, I, and I know it's there, and I don't disagree, but they got right past that um, with the 2019 law. And I think now it, they're looking at this as a fiscal issue. So they're not, you know, this, the argument I think to that would be that this is not, this is not about 
abortion. It's about the funding thereof. And so how should that happen? Um, but it's the funding of the abortion. I agree. Wrong in I, every sense of the word. And I, I rest my case and I will hang up. Oh, thank well, thank you. you. I Bye. thank you for the call. I agree. I think it, it I just think it's reprehensible. And I think anyone who 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 deludes themselves into thinking that this is popular with the public um, just is 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 really out of touch. But thank you for the call and God bless. And we'll talk to you again. Bye. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Good morning. Um, can you hear me? Yes. I don't think the government should be paying for abortions, except for the only exception is for rape and incest. Well, by the way, let me stop you right there. It's not the government that's paying for it. It's you that's paying for it out of your tax dollars. You are paying for it. Yes, the government is paying for it, but with your money. Right. Well, I don't think I don't believe they should be using my money to do that. Well, okay, I'm going to put you in that column, and uh, I don't I don't know who your legislator is, uh, but you should contact them. And I and I encourage anyone listening to the program this morning. You may not know who your legislator is. I think you should find out. I think you should contact your senator. I think you should contact your state representative and let them know that you do not want your taxpayer funds going to abortion. So I, I, I thank you for the call, and I recommend that you reach out to your state legislator. Will do. All right, thank, thank you. Bye. Good morning, and welcome to WNRI. Good morning, John. Okay, so here's the deal. I absolutely do not believe in abortion in any way, shape, or form. However, as far as a fiscal responsibility, I believe it's the... The best of the two evils, when you consider that the state of Rhode Island pays for transit sexual transitions, I'd rather pay to keep our finances down. So I, I'm going to say I, 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 I hate abortion, but I would, I would vote for this. But there's other things that need to come off because we don't need to pay for sex changes. So you're a yes. You're, you, you're a yes on this one. I am because, I mean, it's, it's a responsibility thing. And if somebody actually is stepping up and saying, oh, my God, I made a mistake. I don't want to have you guys support one more kid. I've already got 11. Yeah. I, yeah, I do. Because those kids are probably bred in a bad position anyway with drugs and alcohol or poverty. And I, I don't think we should be. I, I don't. I don't. And, I mean, the only alternative is things that are against people's civil rights, like not letting them breed unless they can afford it. So if this person, as much as I hate abortion, if this person is willing to say, yeah, I can't afford to bring this life into the world, I have to say yes. Well, I think that's an interesting perspective. And the two yes votes we've gotten on this show this morning have been, I will admit, very interesting perspectives. So thank you for the call. Have a great weekend. You too, John. Bye. Bye-bye. I have one caller on the line. I'm going to do my final break. Two quick spots, and then I'll be right back talking about this very important topic. So, caller, hold on that line. We've got one open line if you want to weigh in on this topic, 766-1380-769-0600. Of course, email me, upfront at WNRI.com. We will be right back here on the Upfront Show, and we're going to talk about this issue right up until the last second so stay tuned don't go anywhere we'll be right back well here's a question for you from Vern rainville do you have frozen pipes or ice dams causing some damage to your home last winter well this is probably covered by insurance and did you know that you have two years to file a claim call Vern rainville the local adjuster that represents you not the insurance company. Vern is a licensed public adjuster by the state of Rhode Island and will work for you to initiate a claim. You can call Vern Rainville today at 484-300-8495 for a free, no-obligation, in-home consultation. All calls are returned in less than 24 hours. 
The go-to place for authentic Italian dining is Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar. Over 20 Italian dishes made to order from our menu or experience our Sicilian-style pizza. Build your own while you choose from your veggies, meats, and cheeses. And, of course, our traditional family-style chicken dinner is offered every day. Savini's Pomodoro on Rathbun Street with affordable accommodations for weddings, birthdays, anniversaries, and business meetings. Close Mondays open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 4, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays at noon. For reservations, call 762-5114. That's 762-5114. Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar, 476 Rathbun Street, Woonsocket. Inviting you to join us at our family-owned businesses, Savini's or Ciro's. Perfect for any event. Soup and salad bar now available, and Papa Savini's famous roasted chicken and noodle soup, also available by the 32-ounce jar to take home at Savini's Pomodoro. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we're back with the panel. That's me, John Brian, and you for the final waning moments of our show. Uh, a couple of quick notes I want to get to you first. A little a bit of a public service announcement. The Blackstone Valley Prevention Coalition will be having a drug take-back day this Saturday from 10 to 12. That's tomorrow. 10 to 12 at the CVS located at 1054 Cass Ave in Woonsocket. That's a drug take-back day hosted by the Blackstone Valley Prevention Coalition. I also want to give a quick program note. I won't be here tomorrow for the Saturday Soapbox. No, Jeff uh, Jeff Gamash will be in my place tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be serving as a Rotarian, which I uh, do each year on Earth Day, serving as a Rotarian. Uh, we do a cleanup at a local shelter. Uh, we do a, a pretty substantial cleanup outside and make the place look great for the residents. And we do that uh, just about every Earth Day. And that's my project that I lead with the Winsaka Rotary Club. And uh, I'll be leading that tomorrow at the same time that the... The program, the Saturday Soapbox is on. So it'll be Jeff tomorrow and not John. So that quick programming note for you. And uh, I also want to say, let's see here. We've got a number of emails. Uh, Sandra LaFrance says, good morning, John. My vote on the bill is a big fat nay. I read the Rhode Island Constitution abortion law, so I'm confused with this unjust bill. It stated no right to abortion granted. Could it be outdated? My rep, Melissa Murray, is probably thrilled. They don't care what the constituents want, but thank you, John, for caring. And that's from Sandra France. Michelle says, good morning, John. You can put me in the hard no category on this one. Uh, let's see here. We've got Bob says, hey, John, people who show up and testify to save the children from gun violence are the same people who show up and testify for the right to kill babies right up to the moment of birth. This is, this is their word for that. There is a word for that. Hypocrites. Absolutely. Uh, the bubble girl says absolutely not. No, pay, no taxpayer should pay for any of this. So I agree with her. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Good morning, John. Uh, this is Sue from Cranston. I wanted to tell you, first of all, I thoroughly enjoy your show. Every single Friday, you do a wonderful job. Oh, thank you, Sue. How's, how's the signal out there? Is it a good signal? You listen online. Online. Oh, okay. Segment. Yeah, you can stream the show at WNRI.com, in case you didn't know. So thanks for doing that. What's on your mind, Sue? Okay. First of all, big no uh, to this bill. Um, so check me off there. But I wanted to point out what, John, give me the name of this bill once again, because I want to point something out. Okay. What's the name of the bill? The name of the bill is the Equality in Abortion yeah. uh, Coverage Act. Okay. Let's talk about the word equality. Isn't it interesting how the very same people who say that they stand up for women and scream from the rooftops when it comes to abortion, an incredibly politically powerful issue that will probably be the impetus for the 2024 election in a huge way, are not listening to women say, help us. Help us when it comes to Title IX. Help us in women's sports. Help us with our spaces. Help us with equality in sports and the billions of dollars that are behind women athletes. They're not listening. So the disingenuous nature 
of the word equality is so mind-numbing. And the fact that women all over the country, old, young, whatever the case may be, have to say, hey, what about equality here? You guys claim you, you're for this. You're for it there, but we're not necessarily there right now. We're over here. John, it's a big lie. It's one big lie. And women all over this country have to get involved and stand up and say, no, we don't. This is not what we want, and we need your help. But they're not doing that. So I just wanted to point that out today because I sit back and I listen to all the discussions about abortion and equality, equality, equality. We need help over there. Not, you know, the left hand is saying one thing and the right is doing another. But we see you. We see what they're doing. I just wanted to point that out. Have a wonderful weekend, John. Thank you, Sue. God bless it. Thanks for tuning in all the way from Cranston this morning. We appreciate that. Have a great weekend. You too. Squeezing another call here. Uh, good morning and welcome to WNRI. Hey, John. How are you doing this morning? Hey, good morning. So I understand your question, but let me ask this. What... What, at what point can taxpayers opt out of things that they are conscientiously or morally objected to, right? And I, I'm not trying to avoid your question completely, but what about, you know, uh, funding the military-industrial complex and stuff like that? I mean, I think we, I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate there. Any thoughts? Well, you really th – th those are things that you can't opt out of, but I think it would be hard-pressed for anyone to say that, you know, you, I don't want my money – going towards uh, the military or the protection of the country. Um, and so that you can make the argument that, you know, you may not agree with war. You may not agree with, you know, um, CIA black ops or wet works or any of those kinds of things. But what you do agree on is the defense of our country. When you keep adding things, that is something that's been there, you know, since the beginning. You, for the defense of the country, a tax is levied. The, the, you know, a tax is levied for your public safety, for your roads, for your trash, for your sewers, for your water. But when you start adding things in and making your tax dollars go to more and more things that seem gratuitous, this is adding some. Right now, your tax dollars don't go to this, right? But they're about to. They're about to go to this because the politicians say, this is what we want to spend your money on. And that's the issue. This is the one time when you can opt out with your vote and your voice. You can punish the person who's doing this if you disagree with it because you can run against them. You can, you know, yeah. you can, you can, you can uh, support someone who is running against them. But anyway, I, I wish you would have, I love your calls. I wish you would have called earlier. I'm out of time. Have a great day. Yeah, you have a good weekend. Bye-bye. That's it for us. Man, what a day. Uh, I thank you for the calls and thank you for the conversation. Incredible. So uh, thanks for calling. God bless. Jeff will be here tomorrow and uh, talk to you next Friday here on the Upfront Show, 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, WNRI. This has been WNRI's Upfront, presented weekday mornings at 8 AM. Upfront is a regular public affairs presentation of News Talk 1380, WNRI Woonsocket.